The following audio is from The Springs Church. More information about The Springs Church is available at thesprings.cc. Well, good morning, Springs Church. Let me say to you, Happy New Year. May the grace and peace of Christ and His Spirit reign on you as we enter this new year. And as we celebrate a new year, there's a few things, announcements that I want to make to celebrate. If I'm not wrong, I think it's Paul and Carol Brazels, your last Sunday with us. You guys stand up. Paul and Carol Brazel are missionaries in Belgium. Let's celebrate them and thank them for the work that they do and the way they serve. I know. I'm going I'm to get that. Thank you, June. And I also heard there are two birthdays on the 1st of January, Carol Brazel's birthday and Kelly Moore. The Kelly's your birthday? That's right. Hey, so as in good tradition and celebration, let's sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Karen Kelly. Happy birthday to you. Thank you for celebrating. Thank you for celebrating. Well, today is Identity Sunday. And Brett is going to join me here in a minute. You may see Brett. He's on lots of duty. He's going to lead worship. And he's going to come up here with me in a second. He may go change a diaper and then come back. You never know. Brett's a man of many talents. Today is Identity Sunday. And we are a church, as, as, uh, as uh, Kelly Osborne said earlier, that's being transformed to the image of Christ so that anyone can find their way to God. We do that through three ways. We gather, like we did this morning, in the name of the Father. We want to grow into the image of the Son. And we want to go by the power of God's Spirit. And so this morning, we want to reflect a little bit uh, from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13. We want to reflect on the ways that God has equipped us, the ways He's blessed us and equipped us in 2023. We want to think about the ways that we want to equip each other. I mean, I'm sorry, the ways that God's blessed in 2022. I'm getting ahead of myself. But then the ways that we want to equip one another in 2023. And how we want to live into the unity that God has created through His Son and by the power of the Spirit as we gather together. And that we want to engage with one another in that unity. So I'm going to read here in a minute as Brett joins us. This is Brett Vanderzee. For those of you who are new here, Brett is a worship minister and one of the preaching ministers. My name is Ben Lankford. I am one of the shepherds here and serve alongside Brett in the preaching ministry. But we want to reflect this morning from Ephesians 4, which says this. It says, now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to engage in His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and in the knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Let's pray. 
Father, as we enter this new year, what a joy it is to gather in your name. For all of our life and time is marked around you. There are no new years without you. We have no past, there's no present, there's no future. You are the alpha and the omega, the beginning and end. And on New Year's Day, we're mindful of that, that you are our beginning and our end. God, I pray for this church that our identity will be found solely in you. And God, as we seek to follow you in this new year, as always, give us ears to hear, to hear your voice and where you're calling. But not only ears to hear, but hearts and courage to follow and lives and bodies that obey. And God, I pray for this church that you will bless us to engage in the unity that you have brought about in Jesus Christ. For we give you thanks in his name. Amen. Amen. Paul says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. So Paul talks about the gifts that Christ has given to his church here, and he talks primarily about apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. And then in 1 Corinthians, he also talks about some of the gifts that are given to God's people, the church. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he says there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So as we think about some of the gifts that God has specifically given to this church body, we wanted to highlight a lot of the gifts that we experienced, especially in just this last year in 2022. So one of the first things that comes to mind, of course, when we're thinking about ways that God has graced us is new people, new faces, uh, visitors, of course, but then people who've decided, I'm going to step into this community and, and take that further step of placing membership. So these are people who placed membership in just the last year at the Springs. Um, the Falconers, the Days, the Scots, the Powells, the Lovelaces, the Garners, the Homelands, the Stanglins, the Buxtons, the Fields, Grayson Ingram, and Savannah Pruitt. So that's a really exciting crew of people uh, that have decided, yeah, absolutely. Really, really grateful for all those people who've decided, hey, we want to journey with the Lord with this body of people at the Springs in particular. And then on top of new members here at the Springs, we also have some new or semi-new faces on staff as well. Um, Kendall Fike has been with us for a while now, but in just about the last year or so, she's stepped into a new role as our children's minister and also our director of outreach. And so we're, we're grateful for that gift of Kendall and her continued service here. Uh, Elijah McCoy, he has uh, joined our staff as well. He's running our young 
young adult and college ministry, so he's another new face that we're especially grateful for on staff. Uh, Sandy Schwab, as you may have seen in the video, she retired after over 20 years of service. What an incredible gift to the Springs she has been. Yes. And in her place, we have a, a new face, Caitlin Brown, who started with us as an intern a while back, but is now uh, doing some administrative work for us. So we're, we're grateful for all of the new faces that have joined us, not just here, but also on our staff as well, and for interns and the way that they serve us day in and day out. Those are gifts from Christ to this church. And another area of gifts that we've had this past year was all of the study that we did, all of the incredible Bible classes that we have offered in multiple rooms around this building each Sunday. Uh, Ryan Stevenson has done a great job of, of heading up our adult education, of course, and Leah and Kendall in charge of the youth and the children classes. But and then we've also had, had studies together in our sermon series. Ben and I have been able to walk through with you all and also guest speakers and other speakers from within our congregation. Uh, we've been able to study together. We've been able to, to meet and praise God for his word with sermon series grounded in his word, grounded in the gospel, and especially in 2022, grounded in hope. So it's, it was a good year of, of studying scripture together. It was a good year from hearing from guest speakers like Chan Hellman, uh, Amy Emerson. We heard from Richard Beck and from Todd Brown, just to name a few from outside of our congregation. Another gift that Christ has given to our church has come literally in the form of giving money. Uh, we're grateful for the ways that this church has continued to support the day in and day out ministry here at the Springs. Uh, we're grateful for all the giving that happens during Missions Month, which we'll be coming up to again in February, but we had a great Missions Month last year in 2022. Uh, we're grateful for the benevolence giving that has just happened. In fact, um, that number has been updated from 15,000. I think we're up to 25,000. Our goal was 30,000. We're, we're just about there. So that's our benevolence ministry that uh, is able to gift our community with the gifts that Christ has given us through help with utility bills and medical bills and rent and so forth. Uh, so we're grateful for that. And then another cool gift that was, was given here was the money that we raised in support of Ukraine and refugees uh, at our Good Friday service. We were able to raise over $10,000 there. So those are, those are more gifts that Christ has given our church. There's a lot of other gifts we could talk about this morning. Of course, our connections groups, and you all who are in groups, uh, you know what a gift it is to be in community with people in close proximity. We're grateful for Jason Henley, and if you are interested in joining a group this coming year, uh, please talk to him or talk to one of us. We'll get you connected with a group. Uh, but we're also grateful for some of the other miscellaneous gifts around the church, the ministries and relationships that we've been able to continue with Body and Soul and Summit Christian Schools around here and the Boy Scouts. Uh, we're grateful for our welcome table that happened all throughout last year. Those happen on Wednesday nights, and those are always an incredible gift. It's just a time to get together for food and fellowship. It's a time especially uh, when we've been able to connect with outsiders, people in our neighborhood who maybe don't belong to this church but are possibly interested. Uh, we've been able to connect with 
with strangers in our midst, internationals who are here, refugees. Um, that's been an incredible time to connect with them at Welcome Table. Thanks so much to, to Kelly and all those, Leah, Kendall, who've, who've really organized those, and, and the Gooches. So many hands have gone into making those Welcome Tables a great gift here at the Springs. And really, a ton of incredible refugee work has been happening, especially with Kelly and Leah and Kendall through Friendspeak and through their work teaching English. Really, just an incredible amount of prayer and healing. There's some amazing stories that I hope you'll get to hear over the coming months of the, the gifts that we've been able to give from Christ to the refugees around us. Uh, there's also been some great milestones, some great gifts, lines that people have crossed in their lives, right? We've had promotion Sundays, graduations in college and preschool and high school. We've had, uh, we've had probably perhaps no greater milestone than the baptisms that we've had. Uh, this, year, this past year, we had Amy Gilmore, uh, who is a niece of the Frasers. She was baptized over here in our building. And then, of course, Abraham Shoemaker, our very own Abe, was baptized out at Lariat Creek this past year. So that was, that's something to really give, give thanks for, the gift of people entering into Christ's body through baptism. We've also had marriages. We're grateful for those milestones. But all of these things, we could go on and on for hours and hours. But these, in all these ways, Jesus has gifted us here at the Springs. And I think it's important for us to take a moment to think about those gifts from this past year and the gifts that have brought us together in unity as the body of Christ. I don't know if you hear a theme, but most of when we talk about gifts, they're people. The greatest gift that God has given all of us is each other. And whatever gifts that we could talk about in general, they always come through people. God always gifts us his gifts through, through people. And we not only have been gifted with leadership and our, our ministry team, our ministry staff here, but we've also been gifted uh, with people or given people that are gifted to serve us. And so I'm going to name off our delegates, which serve us in, in, uh, day in and day out, week in and week out, that make possible all the things that we do here and give opportunities for ministry. So I'm going to name off all of our delegates. And if you're here, if you're a delegate, when I name you, why don't you stand and remain standing and we'll, we'll kind of celebrate you at the end. So for the missions team, Brian Hickson is our delegate for the missions team. We'll hold off on applause until the end, unless you just want to Applaud Brian. He likes. <laughs> oh, great. I've started a trend now. Now we're going to have to do it for everybody. Let's hold off to the end. So uh, this is a bad move because now uh, Holly Hickson is our prayer team delegate. And we got, yeah, now we got to applaud her, right? Uh, communications, Cody Boyd. Our connections group um, is uh, Jason Henley. Um, our benevolence team is led by Delisa McKenzie. Uh, Roger Dreyer and Victor Neal lead our transportation. They're delegates for transportation. Uh, Keith Varner leads our safety team. He's a delegate for our safety team. Ryan Stevenson does adult education and leads and coordinates all of our teachers. Debbie uh, Benedetti is, organizes our communion and the volunteers around our communion. Uh, Jared Sism is a uh, delegate for international ministries. He's helping organize 
Ministries for Internationals. And then we have uh, a, a strong, strong uh, team of just volunteers, of people that volunteer for classes, nursery, children's classes, the youth, greeters, our tech booth. It would, things wouldn't run this morning without our tech booth and our worship team. There's so many ways to get involved. And these are some of the people that are leading and serving. There are delegates who serve this congregation in ways that we appreciate and that make the, the life of this body really happen. So let's give them a big round of applause and show our appreciation this morning. You guys can have a seat. Well, Ephesians says this. It says, it is their responsibility to equip God's people to engage in his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This year, our theme is gather. And we want to gather in engaging in unity. So some of our, our sermon series, our, our preaching plan for this year, will look next week, I'll begin, I'll kick us off on a sermon series, Scattered and Gathered, the People of God. Well, we'll talk about there's rhythms in Scripture, throughout Scripture, where God's people are scattered and God gathers them back together. And he scatters them and he gathers them back together. And you see this rhythm about what God is doing in the world is often around scattering and gathering. Then in February, we'll do our missions month, right? The people of God. Uh, we're going to, uh, I think the theme is better together for the missions month in February. We're going to do a sermon series, Brett and I, called One in Christ. We're going to look at Ephesians 4, that text that Kelly read this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about unity in the church. And then we're going to do another sermon series this summer with guest speakers where they'll talk about different aspects of unity in the church and about what it means to gather in the name of Jesus. Of course, we'll do our annual Word of the Lord series. We're thinking about doing something in reconciliation and peacemaking. And then we might do something in an epistle later in the year and then close out the year uh, with our Advent sermon series. But we believe that unity just doesn't happen by itself. But it occurs when we engage with one another. When we engage in the work that God has equipped us to do, when we engage in the service that God has given us to do, to build up the body of Christ, His church. So many of you are already engaged in this congregation. You know how I know that? You're here. If you show up, if you're a part of this congregation, you're engaged in one way or another. Attendance is one way of engaging in unity. But there are multiple ways of engaging. And so as the ministry staff, as the leadership, as the elders, we want to charge you this year. Maybe think about it as your New Year's resolution. That you're, all the ways that you're engaged in this congregation, whether that be attending on Sunday morning or giving or teaching a class, or serving in the nursery, or friend speak, or showing up at welcome table, any of these ways that you're engaged, we want to challenge you to engage in one more aspect of our body life together this year. So if you attend regularly on Sunday morning, but you're not part of a connections group, 
We want you to think about joining and engaging in a connections group this year. If you're already part of a connections group and, and you attend, maybe it is you engage by starting to give to our regular budget, to our benevolence budget, to our missions budget. Maybe if you're engaged in one of those ways, maybe God's calling you to engage in teaching. We always need teachers. I know the youth needs teachers from the little kids to the youth group to Ryan Stevenson's always looking for ideas and people that feel gifted to teach. We want to also have you think about volunteering in the nursery or with communion. If you feel gifted and want to volunteer and connect maybe with the tech booth or just in back in, in ways that are behind the scenes in order to serve. If you're not a person that wants to be up front, but we want you to engage in some way in our congregation. Maybe it is that you start coming to welcome table or that you get connected with Friends Speak. Maybe it's one of the events that we hold, like Trunk or Treat. Maybe you join uh, Holly Hickson's prayer team and join her for prayer walks. And I think most Sunday mornings she walks around the building and prays for us. Maybe you engage in that way. But more than any other thing that we just want you to challenge you this year, maybe as a New Year's resolution, to engage in one more aspect of this, uh, of, the, of the church's life and work here. Whether it be big or small, we want you to continue engaging in the ways that you are, but add one more way to engage. And we think that's how unity will come about in God's people. Gathering is engaging in unity. When we gather to engage in God's work and His ministry and service to build up the church and the body of Christ. Finally, in verse 13 of Ephesians 4, Paul says, This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. So as we look to the future, we pray this morning that God would continue this work of unifying us, that God would continue this work of maturing us in the Lord, right? Paul talks about our unity and our maturation. It should be to the full and complete standard of Christ, he says. And this standard of Christ sounds a little bit like what he talks about as our calling earlier in the chapter, in in chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. He says, I, therefore, the prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live worthily of the calling with which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, putting up with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. This is the full standard of Christ. It's all these things that Paul lists. That's how we gather with one another and engage in unity, is by living into this ethic of unity, this full and complete standard of Christ. So it means all of these things. It means humility, gentleness, patience, 
peacemaking, reconciliation. It means communion with one another. It means maturity and completeness, faith and knowledge of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Gathering is engagement in unity. And we gather because Jesus has called us together And he's called us to live up to his standard of oneness. He's called us to live up to his standard of character, of laying our lives down for one another so that we might maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And that takes work, right? It's a new year and we have our our vocations, our job jobs ahead of us, but we also have the work of the church. We have the work of of our ministry here as a body and our vocations outside the church play into that, but we've got work to do together to engage with one another further in unity. And so that means the work of worship, the work of connections groups, the work of service, the work of ministry and outreach and friendship and engagement with the body of Christ. Jesus gifts us with one another And he calls us to live up to his standard, and his standard means gathering and engaging with one another in unity. We've just spent a season where many of us, if not all of us, have uh, spent time with family. We've gathered together in homes with family. You've probably gathered around tables and had meals together with family. You probably gather around TVs maybe to watch a, a movie, a holiday movie or sporting event. And sometimes we gather together uh, with people and family that we haven't seen in a while. Maybe because they live far away and we just don't get to see them and so it's a joy to be around them again. And sometimes during the holiday season, we gather with people that maybe we don't just see eye to eye with. But there's always that one person in a family, that one person that gathers the whole family together. That one person that calls everyone, whether they're from far or near, and gathers them in the home. There's always that one person that gathers people up, even maybe when they don't see eye to eye. It's that person that sets out all the invitations. It's that person that sets the table and prepares the meal. It's the person that gathers people together. It's the person that that values and invests and engages everyone in the room. It's the person that provides an atmosphere of love. And maybe oftentimes it's that one person, it's the patriarch or the matriarch of the family. You know who probably who that person is. That if they called, no matter what, oh, we've got to go. Grandma called. Grandma wants us over for dinner. It's that person that loves the family so much that when they call, the family can't help but to gather. Jesus gathers his people. Jesus is that one that makes all the invitations for us. Jesus is the one that prepares the meal and sets the table. Jesus is the one 
that calls us into his presence. Whether we're far away or we're near, he's calling us to gather. Jesus is the one that no matter what your differences are with people that are in the family of God, he says, listen, you're all invited to the table. It's my table. And you're welcome. He's the one that brings peace and love and fills us with all good things. Jesus is the one that gathers us to these tables. And there's perhaps no other reason that we gather for all the things that we do on Sunday morning. The reason that we gather is because Jesus has called us to gather. He's prepared this table and this table and the tables around this room. He's prepared them for you and I. And he's called us in love. He's set everything up. He's made all the arrangements. He's even given himself so that we might gather in hopes that one day the entire world will gather in unity around Jesus Christ. The table's set. There's bread. There's juice. If you want to give your offering, there's a basket to do that. And there'll be shepherds standing around the room that if you need prayer or you just need counsel, or you just need peace, someone to talk to, be happy to do that. Jesus is calling us in unity to gather around him and his table. Let's stand and welcome to the table of the Lord.